Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison. I thank God that we're able to be together to start our day in prayer. Today is Thursday. This is the 15th week after Pentecost. Today we continue reading in the 12th chapter of Mark's Gospel. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you have made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 12th chapter, beginning this morning at verse 28. One of the scribes came near and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that Jesus answered them well, he asked Jesus, Which commandment is first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher, you have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other, and to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, and with all the strength, and to love one neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than whole birth offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared ask Jesus any question. The final question in this series of tests in Holy Week comes from a scribe. And this question seems to be the most genuinely concerned about discussing and creating an understanding of living with God of what it says and and what is being communicated in Scripture. Even though questions that involve ranking things usually lead to conflict and divisions, and and maybe back in the back of his mind, that's what the scribe had in mind, of the hundreds or even thousands of commandment and statutes found in the law, how do we decide which one is the greatest? Jesus tells us that the greatest commandment is the one with which the faithful and devout begin their day the great Shema from Deuteronomy, the commandment that tells us 
who God is and what God expects of us, what it means to be God's people. God is one. God wants us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength. The Lord our God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. This God is one, and this God has chosen us to be his own. And so we love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength. And by doing so, this is the greatest commandment. Because it brings us closest to the heart of God, and it brings God's heart close to us. But close behind this commandment is the second, we who love God are to love our neighbor. Not only are these the preeminent commandments, they also serve as the whole under which all other commandments are a part. And Jesus' teaching, whether in word or deed, serves to fulfill the requirements of all of these commandments. So it is worth spending some time thinking about how Jesus leads us into a deeper love of God, into a deeper and more meaningful love for our neighbor. So these commandments are the greatest in that they do not pass away. They're not simply things that are done. They're not like burnt offerings or ritual sacrifices, but these are the things that form the foundation of life with God, or for us, life in Christ, life in God's kingdom. The vision now, however, is that this love grows naturally from our new hearts. In Christ, no one needs to tell the other or teach one another to love the Lord, because we know now that to love the Lord is what we do from our renewed heart. At the end of this encounter, Jesus and the scribe find themselves in agreement, and Jesus even commends the scribe for his understanding. He is not far from the kingdom of God. And if he watches what transpires in the days ahead, how Jesus gives himself for us, for our life, how God raises him from the dead, he will have found the kingdom of heaven. Now each faction in Jerusalem has interrogated Jesus and has found him to not only be faithful to God and God's word, but to be teaching with wisdom and authority according to that word. And yet they will accuse him of leading people astray, and he will be rejected. This happened not only by the factions in Jerusalem, but even among people today. As we pray each morning, each prayer we pray together is intended to draw us closer to God in love and to each other also in love. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins.
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God, I might renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all, in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who continue to clean up after the hurricane, for those who are mourning the loss of loved ones, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries that are ravaged by strife and warfare, and for those who are working to bring about peace in those places. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.